but no, that's okay. There we go. <laughs> welcome back. That's the question. That's the real question. Thank you. Welcome back, y'all, to the question and answer session for Captain's Table. Um, our discussion, if you missed our discussion on the Odyssey, on mining and on some lore stuff. Um, goes up there. Uh, what, for, well, let's answer that question quickly. What is dolomite? Uh, dolomite is limestone, but I believe it has more magnesium in it. It's been mm. a while. It uh, easiest way to tell the two apart will be one reacts a lot faster to HCl than the other. Uh, uh, if you put hydrochloric about... acid on uh, limestone, it uh, it fizzes immediately. It is a rather messy messy uh, reaction. You put it on dolomite, it's a little slower, and it's because of the magnesium content. It's also forty percent of the of the outer shell of uh, Bender the robot from Futurama. Yes, dolomite, dolomite baby. Yes. Yeah, which I know, which makes no earthly sense, but seriously, yeah. In Futurama, it's the in Futurama they said that dolomite is heat resistant, so it can survive magma, which was kind of stupid, but it was it was it was. I think I think it was more of a reference to to dolomite the the like the seventies movie, you know, so. Anywho, uh, we're going to be asked if you missed all that kind of stuff, it's going to be up here in the top left. And uh, yeah, we're, we're just answering questions from the cast, from the chat. So uh, that was a nice joke. Oh, I hate that. Oh. Actually, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> first question. We have less of this shit, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first question comes from Winlord, who asks Jail, Gibson, or uh, Epiphone 335? Uh, neither. It's a not Chinese knockoff I found in a bin. There we go. <laughs> um, I, I, what would you change yeah. it into a fretless guitar? I'm converting it. Uh, next question comes from Windlord, who asks: Is there um, uh, is there a trend of CIG slowly upping all the stats of new ships? Shield size four, bigger guns, more guns, etc. Does this worry you? I think there kind of is a small trend of that, but I mean, everything will get balanced. And if you, the numbers mean nothing outside of a balance. Mm -hmm. You know, you could call it a size 20 shield and then call it a size 40 gun. It's their relationship that matters. So don't, ne never buy a ship because its stats are slightly more powerful than, than what they say it is. They, they also the, go the, down the, sometimes. Than like the other terms. Yeah, they go arrow. Arrow got its shield ripped out because it was yep. too powerful. So it, it is possible yeah, to downgrade. So while they're balancing, they'll do they'll do all of it. I think one of the, it gives an idea of where they. It gives you an idea of where they want the ship to sit. Mm -hmm. So from that, we can we're assuming it's got the Odyssey, for example. We assume it has less armor than a, a carrot because the carrot's got the armor that rolls down. It's a military vessel. It's going into the unknown. I don't see the Odyssey necessarily going into that unknown. It's going into an area that's more known, but it's still, we don't know what's in it. So it's it's doing that. But it's got higher shields, so less armor. It's It's got, you know, so it's giving you that type of guess of idea of what it, we know it's got three turrets that can be remote. We know that they could probably be bladed. Uh, it's giving you those types of ideas and, and things like the crew sizes, again, giving you an idea of how many we can how many people I'll need or how many NPCs I'll need or whether it can be 
really run by myself. If it's saying it needs five to ten people, that's really saying you're not really going to be solo manning that ship. A ship that's one to six, yeah, okay, I can solo man that ship. It'll be better with six, but I can solo man it. And I think that's the kind of things we take away from those type of stats. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next question from Midnight Black SC, who asks, what kind of modules would you all like to see for the Carrick now that we've seen the Odyssey? May I answer that? Because I had a John Crew question answered on this one, actually. Sure. Uh, in in a, in a live stream. I asked, like, what, what were they planning at that time? And he, the only module that they named at that time was the idea that they could actually fit a ballista in there. So you could have a Titan carrying module, essentially. So Ballista or Spartan um, carrying in one of those pods. But frankly, I'd like to see some of the concept role of the Carrick offloaded onto modules such that, yeah, you can have three cargo pods if you want. But if you actually want to last in the black for a month, you have to take the... the you know the fuel efficiency refining module or something that's going to keep your engines kind of um sort of cycling around or some, something like that you know like make gameplay decisions that are that are related to those modules so yeah i'd like to actually see more fundamental ship ship systems rely on on modules I, I'd, but, I'd, I'd back that up but i also would like to see some some independent modules in the sense that if you use them for specific events. So for instance, like a refinery module would make sense for like the, for keeping the ship alive, but maybe a, a module that's itself a habitation. You drop this module off and it's like a remote outpost, like a, a tiny portable outpost that has everything you need to live on it. But you know, that's where like, hey, we're gonna drop these two people off. They're gonna observe this area for six months. We're gonna go off into the, into the uh, further into the black and then it'll come back and pick you up and gather all the data. Cause you know, it takes longer for you for you to gathers data or whatever so uh stuff like that think things that would be yeah. useful for more than like to help expand the role of the carrick beyond just its ship itself but i agree with that you need some things that will also help it to do its job better <laughs> yeah i want a hydroponics module just so it can last go. longer on food supply yeah maybe or even um, too. even the picking up the idea from the 400 those those temperature controlled rooms so you can actually store uh, you go to an ice plant and you find a, a plant that's growing it. you can't you know if it's only growing on an ice planet you need to keep it in its its environment otherwise it's going to die so those temperature controlled rooms that type of thing would be great um i, I can remember when they first brought it out they did talk about re, uh, possible research labs uh accommodation you know so your your, your crew could have have a room to themselves type of things I know they did those types of talked about those types of things, but but we've never really seen where they're going. You know where they intended to go with that. So yeah. All right. Uh, next question comes from Windlord, who asks: Given the amount of explorers coming into the game, Carrick, Odyssey, Aquila, Terrapin, Four Hundred Eye, Corsair, etc., how do you see how do you see CIG differentiating the uh, differentiating the different scanning? Fixed roles or swappable scanners to very specialized to, to very slash specialize the ship. I think if you've got like a hot switchable scanner, it shouldn't be able to compete as well as anything else uh, with like a with like a, a dedicated role scanner. But I think as far as they've got with the actual 
design as far as they've announced it was that comment i think it was from mark abent where he talked about how they had made it so the the scanners can be differentiated but it wasn't a commitment to differentiate them they were just saying we've added the functionality so that the game designers can make that choice so they can make a scanner that works on minerals and a scanner that doesn't but that's not a, that's not to say that they they will they might all be able to do everything but some can do them much much better and i agree with there's some comments in the chat about like there's a difference between a scout scanner versus an explorer scanner yeah there should be differentiation and um yeah yeah i, I think we have to still wait for that i'd I, like to s go ahead i was just going to say it's like the uh aquila the aquila's top turret the dorsal turret is two size two scanners but and in the original launch where they where we had the reveal of you know um the the aquila going through the wormhole and going to a planet they use that they use that turret to scan the uh what the planet can do rather than using the ship scanner and so the idea was they were clearly different and have different roles and different purpose um could we switch between them sure but well maybe but you really do want those specialist things and specialist tools and I think it'll also come down to computer power of the computer of the ship as well. Uh, I was going to say something. Take assault that material. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was going to say. I think I think that's where blades will come in. I think blades will end up becoming like like server blades will end up end up becoming specific things. Uh, I'd like to see stuff like you have this rack that has your targeting scanners, your 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 like quantum drive, uh, you know targeting and all of these different like the specific roles for each sort of um you know old school like uh you know 1980s style this is a chip that you need to insert into the motherboard to actually get this program sort of thing but this is like this is the suite that you need to run this this is the memory you know lo physical memory loaded in to help you you know to get this specific scanner so that you can have the choice of saying, hey, I'm not going to get into combat very much. I'm just going to rip this combat sensor out and put in a new one in, and I'll just let the, the ship's basic combat sensors function. So I don't have as much of an advantage to that, but now I've got this, this advanced scanning suite for distant objects. So, uh, yeah, I think that would make it a bit, I think a bit, make it a bit too easy to then be able to hot swap and not and, and reduce the meaningful decision that you're making because you could just have in your cargo bay there's all my racks uh we need this one now and slot it in and slot it out uh whereas if you have to make that decision before leaving port it's like it's like you you're, you're choosing your gun for your loadout you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta make a, a meaningful decision and i prefer that decision to be i think meaningful Maybe it requires tools that you can't use uh, outside of outside of uh, you know in space. Where you can't actually pull it out there once it's been once it's in there. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I just ah. want. I, I also want meaningful decisions, but I also want customization. I want this ship yeah. to be able yeah. to be tooled to do a specific thing very well. So, I think we'll find some things will be like the way we use our maybe glass to choose our weapons at the moment. Mm -hmm. So, am I going to put this system on? Am I going to put this system on? And if I don't have that equipment at where I am. I can't do it. You know, I've either got to go to the shop and buy it or make do with what I've got. Yeah, that's why I think like swapping out the whole scanner would would be 
I think the level that you'd you'd want to put for that. Yeah. So it's customization that you're doing in a very serious fashion, rather than like changing your shirt. Yeah, rather, rather and, than changing changing yeah. the um the blade in a computer, which also makes more sense in the the actual equipment of the sensor would probably be the determining factor in whether it's a mining scanner or a ship scanner. Yeah. You know the so, the actual device on the end of the the thing. So like specializations yeah. for specific scanners, which also makes sense because I mean like. GPR is different from sonar, which is different from LIDAR, which is different from, uh, the, the, there's different ways that we even today, t you know, are able to tell what's going on in, or in and around us. You wouldn't try to use a sonar system to find out where minerals are in the ground. And you wouldn't try to use uh, ground penetrating radar systems to, to find out what's orbiting in space. They don't work that way. So, you know. Yeah, but you might want a multi-head sonar and and mineral scanner and something else which can like swap out but none of them are as good as yeah. you know like the big the big mineral yeah. scanner which is the other option you know that customization yeah. i think everyone yeah. wants okay yeah that makes sense all right next question comes from maggles muppet who has who asks has anything been said about the outpost structures mining underground resources and will the Odyssey perhaps fit into a into a role for finding good outpost mining locations if this is a thing I think Tacton hopes for. Hope so. Yeah, I'm currently hoping. They uh, <laughs> they used to talk about it being used to determine the land claim value. Mm. Is when they first talked about the prospector. When I talked about that in the very beginning, when it was my ship of the UAE yeah. or whatever. Uh, I'm not good at remembering specific details sometimes, sorry. Mm -hmm. But uh, back when it was that, Yes, it was very important to know what's underground before you build your base. And the Pioneer was built during the time period when we still had that as our thought process. Since then, they've sometimes show us things like uh, they've shown us a pump and say, oh, that's a mining pump. But then they just never talk about it again. So do is it liquid? Is it gas? Is it solid somehow? If it's solid, is, is it really or is it magmata or magmatic? Mm. Uh, are we then going to bring up magma from below and, uh, I don't know, crystallize it out by precipitating on a seed crystal? Like, what are we going to do with that? They, they don't tell us. Uh, then for the second part of that question, would a ground uh, resource surveyor be useful for a pioneer? If the uh, Odyssey is what I've stated, a ground surveyor, yes, it will be extremely useful for a pioneer as long as that other system of a mining base is introduced. If they don't introduce a mining base, there's almost no purpose to the Pioneer to exist. You only need so many combat bases in the universe. It's yeah. not that important. Uh, but I think that that concern is answered by just looking at the number of uh, types of outposts we've got in Stanton. Better so we've got, yeah. we've got Rayari, uh, uh, research farms we've got mining we've got uh cuban mining centers we've got um ordinary just emergency shelters we've got whole piles of different centers doing different things so i don't think that that i, I think the idea is that the prospect the, the pioneer will be building those different types of outposts we hope the question so. is which one do you build yeah hope we live in hope yeah um yeah, but I, I, I have a feeling that like that this is designed like I don't think here's the thing, and this is this may be blasphemy, but I don't think we'll actually see I don't know if you'll be actually using your 
um, your prospectors to mine deep under the ground to pull out resources. Though I do think you'll be using, say, a pioneer, like the initial wave of mining. Uh, I grew up in uh, California, so like the gold rush is one of those things that you learn very early on um, out there. And um, the, the gold rush is a good example of how mining usually happens. They find gold in rivers, so everyone starts go, going to panning for gold in the rivers until all of the gold in the river is dried up. Then you go to find where the gold came from in the first place. You find the head of the, the headwaters and you find to find the surface gold and you try to extract that surface gold. And eventually you start going deeper and deeper and deeper until you can find veins of ore or veins of, of gold that would exist kind of snaking into the mountainsides. And then you would try to go follow those veins of ore as you're digging down deeper into the earth. And I think that's what we'd probably see with mm. with uh, prospecting. You'd start off with people finding rocks on the surface, little boulders, gathering those resources until that area is dry, and then figure out where those, those came from. Bring over a pioneer, drop your, your mining nodes, and you just start building mining uh, machines, things that will just ex essentially extract the ore from the, from the bottom. And then eventually that ore from that area is extracted completely out and you're going to have to go to another location and uh, build another one until you can, you're, you're physically bringing up all yeah. of the ore from, from this, these ground-based uh, materials. So, I agree, with, I, I agree yeah. with Tekton. It's a shame that the ships can't also participate in that. And yeah. it's fine if we have like, you know, buildings and they, they're having like a slow tick over and it's more of like a maintaining a base kind of question. But why why shouldn't we also have you know some yeah. ground mining from the prospectors and stuff well yeah. I, I think the idea the the, the, pros, the prospectors certainly seem to have that idea early on of being able to, to mine in the ground mm -hmm. now if its key purpose is basically to do that core sample drill and find things out you find a good site you could sit there with your prospector and fill it up with your with your high quality gold and or titanium or whatever the ore is but it would be more productive to bring your pioneer and place a mining base on there and do that and then be hauling that hauling the cargo off in a hole uh, rather than just doing your little you know, yeah. what, 48 SCU of cargo on your but you, you might not have the capital on the yeah. you know or, you might not have the capital to set up that base yeah. so yeah it's it, it, but it yeah, also choices. comes down to efficiency hmm as you look at this smaller prospector, it may not be able to uh, as efficiently drill down as far. It may take far longer to bring something up, uh, at which point you might need a mining head size two to actually bring it up faster. Or at that point, you might say, okay, it's too deep. It's not economically feasible with what I have. I'm going to sell the data. And then you sell it. Someone with the pioneer says, you know what? I can use that. I'm going to set up a base. I'm going to build multiple spots. Before that, though, I'm going to do another little scan of the area and see if there's any part where this layer comes up closer to the surface. And I'm going to mine out there first. And then, say I've finished that area. I still have data. This place has more minerals to get. But I don't want to spend the time to build the base in the area that's going to take longer to get the mineral up per minute, per second. I don't care what the tick rate is. Uh, so I'm going to sell it to another guy. And you go on like this, and this is actually how a lot of mining industry works. They sell a productive mine to another company once it's yeah. not productive enough for them. And eventually, they leave the area, and we end up with places like Levski and Green Imperial Lakes. And I was going to say Asbestos, Canada. 
<laughs> Town of Asbestos. Uh, all right. Uh, I think the answer is we're still living in hope rather than really knowing something. And that would be something we'd like to know more about. The future of mining would be an important thing to know about because if it is going down the road that Tecton hopes, we'd like to know that before, you know, too long, especially as we seem to be coming quickly to those those points um, in terms of development. All right. Next question comes from Windlord00 who asks, in lore, why was Drake the Loud into the IAE this year? I'll quickly answer this one because I think there's some confusion. Drake is not allowed in the Invictus celebration because Drake and the UEE are like fire and water. They don't like each other very well. <laughs> um, after many years of Drake trying to get its its stuff passed, it got uh, it snubbed by many UEE, um, uh, especially in the in the uh, the military. So uh, Drake is allowed in the IAE. They often get in and trouble at the IAE. the IAE. Yeah, they have. Uh, in fact, the Caterpillar was introduced at IAE 28 something or other. I can't remember exactly, but it was Which actually introduced. Dances at on IAE. the dances <laughs> on the dance balls. <laughs> they even got in trouble for, for bringing in booth babes, which they weren't supposed to do yeah. anymore. So, um, I mean, but are you really living at that point if you don't? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Drake. It's Drake. Um, Flyers06 asks, wait a second. Odyssey is $700. The Orion is $575. Does the, does the Odyssey bring enough to explore to justify the price compared to the King of Mining? We kind of talked about this a little bit. The Odyssey is not the same as the Orion. And I can almost guarantee you with the size of the Orion, $575 ain't going to be its, its highest mark. That thing is going to be well over a thousand dollars by the time that the, it actually comes into the game. Um, and even and even if the the Odyssey does what we say and and and, and it's it's loaded with its mining vehicles and it's going down the planet, that ain't what your um, Orion's Orion. doing. Yeah, your Orion mar- cannot land. How many Orions do never- you think they're going to sell this year? Like. They'll sell CCUs for it every year. Orion's a fan favorite at this point. But it, it's it's so. I think uh, like, I think the market for Orion's is probably somewhat saturated. Other than people who are trying to jump on in the hopes its price is going to go up, because it's mm-hmm. like, it's 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 another sort of entirely paper concept that's way old. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's not going to come out until the Endeavor and... comes out. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, they're yes, not going to bump look... the price on it. Yeah. And if you're looking at a ship where you're going to get value for money for what you put in, then get an Endeavour. Yeah. Like, you're, I know, I'm in Baronis. I'm part cult of a cult of, of Endeavour. Cult of the Endeavour. <laughs> uh, but three, seriously, at 350 bucks for a base, <sighs> that ship is an absolute gem. It, oh, yeah. We talk about science. That is the science ship of the future, so... Um, including doing something stupid like putting a a, 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 a particle collider on, on, on a ship. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> let's let's Show fire what you got. Fi- let's fire high high particles into other particles and see how they scatter on a on a on a ship in orbit. That's just how we can overclock the um the weapons or yes something. Not sure how it overclocks, but just do it anyway. Sounds hilarious. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not sure they thought that one through. <laughs> uh, next question comes from Gin and Tonic, who asks, "Is a sick think a Cygnus will fit in an Odyssey?" No, no, 
That is huge. The Cygnus is the size of, I want to say, yeah, it's about the size of a Starfarer. It's huge. It's between, it's between a Connie and a Starfarer. It's, it's mostly big because it's butt. It's, it's huge. Like, like mining collection, butt is it's thorax or whatever is, is, is massive. The actual like structure of the, of the spider miner without its, its collection bag is, is not that big, but the, the butt is huge. So, the, I can uh, remember a video leg years leg. ago of the, 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 the Cygnus miner on a on a landing pad or somewhere yeah. where, where I was just yeah. showing it, and you got the person running around, and it, it dwarfed. Yeah, it dwarfed the person. It was like a it was like a mole in comparison, or a you know, it was massive. It was huge. It's also the diameter of its actual leg span. It is extremely mm -hmm. wide at the base. Those legs stick out almost a starfarer's length in its mm -hmm. width. Yeah. yeah, it's it's huge. So no, I think I think the Cygnus is, is definitely going to be attached to the Orion, which should give you, after we've said that, that'll give you the scale of the Orion. That thing is yeah. when we say it's a it's a it's a oil rig, it's an oil rig. It even call it's yeah. its category is even like a mining rig, like a mobile mining, mining platform. platform. Like yeah, it's a station. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a station with engines. Uh, yeah, just like just like the. Um... The Odyssey is a space station. Yes. And if that's a space station, then what's the Carrick or what's the um Kraken. The Orion and what's the what's the endeavor? Yeah. Seriously. Um, right. yeah. Ferrick asks, do we know if the Odyssey is treated as a new ship in lore or is it going to be a new model? Like some other ships. New in law. It's new, new in law. Yeah. As far as that's that was pretty explicit from Jax's explanation. It's brand new. Um, yep. And do you do you think we'll get explorers from other ship ma makers to compete? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I would I would I would not be surprised to find something. Given that they've given Argo a mining ship, and I know this 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 frustrates me because the mole as a profession doesn't fit with Argo. It, it's it's their outlier, isn't it? Mm -hmm. it it's it's. But the look of a ship fits Argo, but the profession doesn't. Um, well, so, those, yeah. But I could, isn't that I could, all kind I, of... Um, I gotta disagree. Argo yeah. is the cat of the future. Yeah. And cat I think is seen at every single mining operation in the world. You do not see something that's not a cat dozer somewhere. That's true. I think there's talk about making a mining MPUV module, so... Yeah. Yeah, like, it doesn't fit yet, but... I mean, yeah. it's the same way that, like, it didn't fit when they gave Crusader military ships um, until it did, because they, they made more military ships for Crusader. Uh, when you look at the lore of, of Argo, the fact that they were, they were working in the railheads, they were working on port authority type stuff, the idea of it being a mining, having mining lore or mining history, yes, they could go into it a bit like... Um, Kruger, Kruger Intergalactic, Kruger yeah. Intergalactic were not a shipbuilding company. Yeah, they so were. It... They were a weapons company, a, a yeah. components company, and they decided, hey, we can, we we want to prove we can build ships. Yes, but they've horizontally diversified, certainly. But so it's not maybe their core business. But I wouldn't say it's it's not really a conflict, is it? Mm. Just it I doesn't mean... fit. It's a different style. But anyway, come on. 
my, my I think the the overall thing is, for instance, just as a top of my head, I think we'll start to see other types of explorers. For instance, we might see explorers which are dedicated to habitation, say like a essentially a, a explorer that's designed to go out and scan places for the best place to put down a city or or like a best place to to gather resources, like not necessarily mining resources, but like agricultural resources, something that goes out and scans a, a planet for um, the the habitability of it, the the the, you know, a, a colonization like precursor sort of thing. Um, when we start seeing like outposts and stuff, and um, we might even see something that's more dedicated to just science versus the the Carrick, because the Carrick is a science vessel, but it is uh, a surveying well, vessel. A, you know, yeah. I mean, we got the endeavor for that, but I, I yeah. see your point that like a small, uh, I yeah, we still really miss a medium science ship. That maybe yeah. in more of the um, oh, what's the Drake ship called? The Drake Explorer, um, hey, uh, the, Car uh, the, the Corsair. Yeah, the Corsair. Yeah, I think that there's a really a really good niche for a science ship in that size bracket. Mm. Yep. So. Now I'm going to break into Old Man Hurston here. Now, Paul, now I I need to tell you to stop to stop talking about these little settlements on on the planets. You know, they make it really <laughs> hard for us to clear them out afterwards. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question comes from Gin and Tonic asking Tecton. Should we see, um, should, uh, shouldn't we be mining bauxite to refine into aluminum or calicite to refine to copper or um, anatase to, or, or uh, brookite to refine into titanium? It's always bugged me that we, the, that we mine the refined metals and then have to go to refine them. Uh, that's actually why in the recent, when they added in refining, they changed it to we're now mining ore. And they're just mm. using generic ore instead of the exacts because they don't want to add in all the different things we could do. It just would add so much more to refining gameplay that I don't think they're ever going to want to. I, I do wish they would, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's not too complicated either. I mean, other games have done something similar. Like, it's not accurate, but the use of, say, um, oh, there's, there's one, like, item that's always used in, like, medieval games for smelting iron. Um, that's not, it's used in smelting, or in smelting steel. It's used in smelting steel, but it's almost never actually, like, used the way they think it is. Um, you know, uh, I can't remember the name of it uh, off the top of my head. Uh, but it's Corundum turn up. I don't know if that's related. It might be. Let's like, bring up Corundum. That's a uh, barrel and Corundum or Ruby and Sapphire or Ruby and no, sorry. No. Corundum it's... is Ruby. Uh, barrel is Emerald. Uh, why am I blanking on the name of it? It's in New World too. Uh, not charcoal. Charcoals is always used for it. It's it's. Um... Let's look it up. Cool. Not zinc. I'm going to look this up real quickly. Okay, well, he looks that up. With flux. Agree, flux. Thank you. Yeah. Flux. Oh, okay. Flux. Yeah, flux, flux is a great example of, like, it's, it, it is used in steel. It's yeah. just not used in the way, because, like, most games will have, like, charcoal, iron, and flux added together. And it's like, you're choosing flux and not anything else that could be used for mining? Well, it, it makes sense. It works. It's true. But, you know... Eh. It's like how gunpowder in all these games is always charcoal and saltpeter, which well, is here's an example. true. But 
here's an example of why they won't go with it. What ore did he say for titanium? Uh, and uh, anatase or brook brookite. Except our most our primary ore for titanium titanium is ilmenite. Mm-hmm. So which ore do you pick? There's literally a hundred you can pick from of every single mineral that we're going for in game that's why i say sig won't choose one they'll just use generic because they don't want to add in everything even if the miners i mean i don't i don't know if it's actually relevant to the miner in that the way they like to do as a readout is like okay it's like 20 percent titanium or whatever but which which could reflect the extractable amount Whereas the exact classification of of the ore might be interesting when you reach the refining step, right? Yes. Or would yes. you would you still want to be picking up like, I mean, of course, in a in a mineral, you might have a mineral which has got a better density of titanium, I suppose. Well, but... like ilmenite is just TiO two. I stick that in a furnace, and I'll get pure titanium pretty quickly. Uh, I don't. Really know all the different kinds of titanium. I'm not going to try no, but, to, but some ore might have something else. So when it comes to refining, it would be more difficult. That, right. That part so, would be fun, sure. But if they added in every version they could, yeah, it would get tedious very quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah, but there's 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 certainly a, a middle ground between one and all conceivable ores, particularly given that I mean, like a lot of the ores we have on Earth, um, you know, if they have any amount of oxygen in them. Uh, were created, you know, came about as a result of the great oxygenation, a bit of biology and geology crossover, I suppose. And uh, so we, we, we'd we have a fundamentally different set of things uh, on an environment that's never had oxygen. So that's kind of curious. Yeah, and, and the chemical breakdown of those things will, will matter a lot as well, depending on the purity of what you're using. Um, and so, like, I can see that, like, you know, you have you could hand wave it a little bit where you have uh, Il, was it ilonite you said or um, ilmenite ilmenite versus brookite and you know ilmenite will give you pure titanium but brookite will give you like slightly less pure and then you know those, those sorts of options where some things will just you know oh this is easy this this turns into to copper but like ilmenite is pure versus uh, brookite so you can be like ah do I want to take brookite because it's may not be as pure yeah. when it gets to the refining stage so that that would require miners to you know it gives you more stuff to mine but then it also can in the refining stage it gives you a little bit more of a choice yeah, so you you take, yeah. If, you, if you take the ilmenite you get 100 percent titanium and you refine it the other one you get a mix of titanium and then you might need to go for an additional refining stage if you wanted to get yeah. better I just wish they had the guts and the the gumption to do the magnesium ore coming tonight uh, as our. Oh my god! Yes, (laughs) that should be that should be our magnesium coming tonight. Oh, thank you. I was I was not going to use it. Uh, uh, it, Oh gosh, I love it. All right. Oh, that rock. Um. But but I, I think I think there's a place for it. But uh, I I agree that you're you're right that that there's a point where it just becomes no you don't need to know every single you know ore that can turn into 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 iron you don't want to do that because that that can take you a while and that would be boring and confusing for no reason. But I think meaningful choices is what CIG wants, and so having a way to say you know one a hundred percent seventy five percent fifty percent twenty percent purities for for refining them would work, but. I also understand why CIG is using generic because it's just easier right now for people. To yeah, get they that. could do it later, but uh, yeah. 
just right now, SIGs being kind of lazy on other things in mining, so I'm not holding my breath on refining yet. Soon. If, if you think about the refining techniques that we've got at the moment, where you, you choose a remind, how long, you know, which technique you're going to use and then how long it's going to take, and that has an impact on, on, your, on your yield. If, we'd, if, if that's similar and we're doing that on our ships and we're choosing a style and we've got to be hands-on, that's also going to have a, those choices will matter. You know, at the moment, the choices don't matter, but yeah, so what? But later on, if we're, if we're doing the work and it changes that, um, the impact, I suppose. All right. All right, let's move on. We've got 15 more questions to get through and we're already about... Um, uh, 30 minutes in <laughs> uh windlord asks do you think that mining will eventually move away from node rocks to actual landscape changing destructive terrain okay so i do not believe voxel mining will come in no when i talk about underground mining it is generally as a data cache that we're tapping into underneath the sur uh, underneath the surface that the server doesn't have to render it may give us a 3D image of it while we scan, but it's not something that we're going to physically see changes in. At so, least in the short term. Which, which what you're saying is like being able to point your, your, your drill down and just drill. And then as you go down, you can like find scanning. You know, you'll have some, some scanning ability to figure out like this layer is just sandstone. This layer is just limestone. This, this layer is granite. And, you know, the, the mineral composition of that or the, the metal compositions of that, that layer as you're drilling down. So then you can then say, oh, I want this and try to pull that out. Yes. And yeah. it will be based on as you're going through with the core, mm -hmm. you probably have a time delay before it hits your actual tractor inside to pull it in. And that will tell you the depth. Yeah. For how deep you are. Yeah. Uh, and I also think that the CIG has been a little tipping their hand. They, if you remember the the grenade making uh, making deformations in the on the um, on the surface, they said it's not final. Don't don't get yet at us. It's it's still it's not final. Testing. We're not saying it's in, but we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. And there's also been whispers and nudges about being able to destroy outposts. So I think I I wouldn't be surprised if CIG wants you to be able to dig a mine. Not voxel-based, obviously, but, you know. I, I, I could see them doing things where, over time, that we end up getting, you know, deformation of the land. So they, mm. they look at it and say, yeah, this area is now strip mine. So they then change the, change the map or do something to, to modify it. But I'm not sure whether they'd be keen to have that rip the land up and change everything and, mm. and do stuff. Yeah. More of a biome no, right. tweak than, than anything yeah. else. Well, I also think the CIG Hang wants on. to... Wants I'll be to back be in a minute, guys. All right. I think CIG also wants, for sure, wants to... Um, uh, just real quick. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's all right. It's 1 a.m. here. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to get through some of this, because I know it's super late for yeah. you. Um, That's all right. So uh, I think CIG wants, would like to be able to say, like, if you're strip mining an area or if you're mining an area, that, that should affect the biome. You know, as, as someone who lived in Appalachia for a long time and saw the number of pit mines that exist that have just destroyed the environment around them, like, you should see, be able to see some of that sort of, um, you know, mountain topping, for instance, in, in, in Appalachia is a really bad one because it just, you know, all of the 
the the stuff that's used to like gather out the resources just leaks into the groundwater and then kind of poisons and destroys a lot of the areas around it and um those sorts of you things go across, should... you go across cornwall and you see you know giant round lake big loose hill it's just yeah. the geography of cornwall it's all the extractive mining and the slag heaps so you if you if you're doing excessive mining in an area you, you you'd expect the biome to be affected at some point so i could see that as well it's like a stage where like as resources are getting extracted you start seeing the the landscape change uh, yeah. over time but but okay. I, I yeah and i think that would be like a more abstracted thing of like they just it's it's like it's like the wear and tear slider or the crime slider or whatever yeah. they're just going to tweak it more towards like looks like mining's been done here Okay. Yeah. yeah. I keep seeing people talk about my background. Mm -hmm. Guys, that's the Smoky Mountains. It's the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Yeah. No no one's mined that up. Don't worry. It's no, it's, no one's getting cl close to the Smoky Mountains because um those, no. those hillbillies will kill them. Yes. <laughs> I I live near the Smokies. I I know there are people who live in the in the Smoky Mountains who've lived there since since uh like have an original deed from from like King James. That their family has lived in a, that that same freaking like um, cabin since uh, since the 1600s. Like it is a beautiful place. A beautiful place, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sh yeah. I made this mine because it was it was where I spent my uh, min pet years in yeah. in university, and so it was a really nice location. Uh, all right. Oh. Oh, Algin's back. I don't know what's happened to the camera. Uh, I turned you off. I just, oh, there I, I am. I, I, you were wriggling around a little bit. Uh, all right, next question comes from Ayana Gecko, who asks, what can CIG to, CIG do to make handheld mining more enticing? Perhaps by increasing the chance to finding highly valuable minerals within certain, uh, deep within within caves? Surficial veins would be nice. I mean, not all veins are going to be deep. Not all are large. Just something that crosses across the cavern wall as you're walking by it, just adding more to the geology of an area instead of these little turd looking mounds that we currently have yeah yeah i think also don't people need to realize that it's a mechanism that's for beginners and yeah most people who play the game have been playing it for ages that we got we got all the ships we need <laughs> it's it, we're, we're not the people who need to scrape together the first few credits to upgrade our star ship but eventually there will be you know when the when the game launches one hopes you you would have a crowd of those people okay what to do with the the crystals after you mine them without selling them uh i kind of because it's still part of that one i'd like to answer this one go for it uh crystals generally you can look at these as the more beautiful crystals being used for jewelry and stuff like that and that's why we're currently selling them or they could be used in research and development into making that quantum computer chip or whatever the hell it is. I mean, we, we don't exactly know what these minerals are. Uh, they've given us hand wavium for what they are. These are not real minerals. But because they are something you're doing by hand, they're generally perfect crystals when you actually are mining. I, I do hope they kind of change that. They are most likely gem quality. And gem quality is either research or jewelry and that's it okay. and yeah gems are used for a lot of different things uh, you don't realize sometimes you can crush up gems and use them for uh um, specific industrial purposes um you generally know, they use non-gem quality for those no, uh, like corundum we talk about 
Yeah. Corundum is used all the time in industry, but its its gem name is Ruby. Mm. And rubies will be used in watches, they'll be used in uh, things like that, but they're, they're not the same quality as Corundum. They're much better crystals. Okay. All right. Because I, I, I know like there's some... some some elements to to manufacturing so that's just a step below the gem yeah yeah a lot, a lot of these things end up in i mean there's a lot of exotic things that will be required for laser manufacture which i think you can get into some exciting things on both science and both the um the tweaking you know overclocking stuff with yeah. with that kind of stuff as, as a resource all right. Next question comes from um, Bucky Tin, who asks, I'm wondering how they will make veins exactly. Will it be just a bunch of node rocks collaborated uh, uh, together uh, or some new tech entirely? I'm guessing this one's for me. I think so. Yeah. What would what okay. you, you think? Uh, they could do the rock base, the rock based nodes, but those are kind of just a letdown. So most likely what they're going to do is when I talked about how they would do deep mining, the same data cache below the surface or just behind the wall or whatever it is. Because, I mean, veins can be so many things. They could be in a sedimentary uh, environment where they have just kind of filled in the crack and then solidified. You see that kind of often. Uh, and so if they went with the rock-based one, it would look really, really strange to call that a vein. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to have to go with the new tech. Okay. Some um, of that planetary map they showed seemed to imply that was where they were going, didn't it? But for one where they're showing that um, the image where you could see these are the oh, there's a there's a an ore here, and if we look, we can see where the all the ore locations are, and, and as you saw the uh, the quantum moving, you saw some go to different locations, and they all ended up going to the main the main site to the mine because that was where it all was. Yeah, but so I, I just, think we're already seeing that kind of working. I just guess I, my fear is that they're so invested in this idea that there's a fun gameplay in smashing a rock and then picking up the other little bits and saying that that's you know that's our mining gameplay. That that map is really only going to inform the spawning of mining boulders rather than deep mining but i hope i'm wrong on that i hope you're wrong i really yeah. do uh, i'm we tired of I'm going wrong. any mmo and <laughs> oh, i'm mining that rock uh next question comes from <laughs> from uh from ionic gecko who asks do you think a certain size fleet could be fully self-sustaining meaning they do not need to purchase any of the required resources <clears throat> Yes and no, because you got to remember resources is a lot is a complicated issue. Resources is air and water and food, but it's also fuel. It's also ammunition. It's also uh, like, could you become worn out components? Yeah, replacing worn out components, being rebuilding components, uh, repairing vessels. You could. But that would be very unlikely. I think CIG would, would always want you to, at some point, return to civilization to get a piece of rare tech or something that you just need to replace. You know? 
yeah, I think I think that the the infield opportunities for that will be more patching than fully repairing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I don't think there'll always be sinks and sources, um, uh, and it, anything that comes down to like full on manufacturing, like ammunition, would would definitely be one area where I I, I wouldn't expect it to be something we can produce on flotilla. Yeah, actually, and I, and I think when you look at the ammunition's not exactly hard. Ammunition is very, very easy, and that one I could see them being able to do. But when it comes to computer chips, that that's where I would totally agree with you. Where if you need a special computer chip for the repair of such such and such system, or if you have a capital system, we know we can't work on that. Those mm -hmm. are the things you will have to go back to society. You tell you tell me bullets won't be able to be something we can make. I can't believe that. It's not <laughs> a question of it being something that is is feasible to make, uh, as much as whether they make the gameplay decision. And yeah. you know, Chris Roberts has said very, very much that um, manufacturing, in in and even in the sense I think of pressing bullets, is not something he really wants players to be super invested in and where it has been mentioned it's always been base mentioned rather than ship mentioned so i just don't see us getting like a factory ship that's capable of doing that as opposed to like it being a base yeah. thing and even when you look at the early economics documents their early economics documents talk about um economic nodes and they're done in such a way that players cannot lock down an economic uh, all the economic nodes that they're trying to make so we cannot control uh shipbuilding we cannot control this we could control aspects of it but there are going to be other locations that are doing the same thing and so you're not going to be able to do that and and even in terms of our production we'll provide you know maybe the minerals here we may pick pick up a component there but we're not going to be in that final state we'll influence it we'll influence the economic node we'll influence the production but we're not going to be able to control it and i think that's one of the ways they're trying to at least control what we can and cannot do all right. Let's move. I would give jail the thing. It would be bases. You're right. Yeah. Not, not really ship based. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have a factory ship that I know of, other yeah. than the Pioneer. Yep. And the Pioneer is like more of a big scale, not like complicated stuff. So, um, maybe maybe the Endeavor, but that'd be a lot of resources to build bullets in an Endeavor. It's kind of like using a a high tech, you know, uh, physics lab to 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 build bombs. It could do. It could be done, but like, why? <laughs> I mean, you guys did that in the past. Because we can. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, we, can. <laughs> we we did do that, and we we still we, we still do it, and it uses like some unstupid amount of energy from from the uh, from from the grid. Like we built an entire energy company just to 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 run Oak Ridge. <laughs> we we basically were like stealing like eighty percent of the energy from 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 all of this this area just to, so we could make bombs. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, next question comes from Agent Two. I, I can say that because actually I have a cousin who works at Oak Ridge now. Um, Agent One Two One Three asks: The Odyssey is not listing quantum tank size. Why is it blank? Because they don't know it yet. I haven't decided. Yeah, it's sick. It, yeah. Even if they know, they may have just forgotten. Like yeah. any any number of inane reasons. It could also just change. So there's no point in putting it down, sort of thing, because it's not really its purpose. It, 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 here's the reality: if you are nit nitty gritty, kind of looking at like 
like the Carrick and say the Odyssey, you're doing it wrong because anything of those things, even the current Carrick, which is released could change in the future. Do not look at the specifics in terms of like the, the like size of the shield or the size of its quantum tank. Cause those things can change. Look at its role, its purpose, its function. The Odyssey is an explorer, but it also exploits resources. The Carrick is a explorer, but it's not really meant to mine and harvest resources. It's meant to explore and scan and bring back data. So they're two different things. So don't look at the those specifics and be like, that's the reason why I want to get this. I'm going to get an Odyssey because it has a size four shield and two, three size five link guns. No, that's bad. Those are big ass guns, though. Those are some big ass guns, <laughs> but it, they could they could look at it and go, yeah, those are way too big guns for this ship. Yeah. Let's put, knock them down to size three, and well, now suddenly you got us, you know, the Connie, Connie, the classic that, example there. Once taking... upon a time, uh, it had size, size threes six. on its on yeah. its on its turrets, and Chris looked at them after they did the um, Connie versus the uh, Hornets and said they're too big, so they yeah. got reduced to size twos on the turrets. Yeah, they turn it to size threes. We're just bringing all the arrows in that hanger that'll fit. If it yeah. if it sits, it fits. Yeah, we're just going to employ that. Come on. <laughs> uh, all right, Astro Alfard asks: Do you think it would be interesting using a science vessel for as a research platform? Because I think of of the golfing and finding, uh, or go, sorry, golfing, going and finding stuff is more of an exploration function. Most IRL science vessels are built to house specialized instruments. Sophia, for example. Uh, and then relay, relay the data back to the ground. For example, where you go to a place where conditions are right to perform a certain experiment that's been bolted to your ship. Um, yeah, I think that's what Jail was saying, was that most, you know, you might have a science base, like a research base, but most science is just going to be gathering data, information. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, you know, I let me give you a really good example of like an on-site experiment I saw. They, they were... Um, documenting all of the teeth of the parrotfish around a set of islands in sort of um you know the the island chains you know the archipelago's north of australia mm -hmm. and they were literally just like living on these islands they had an mri machine and they would go out every day scuba diving catch the fish put them through this mri to scan the thing and then eat the rest of the fish uh for for their tea and freeze the heads and like that that was that was their their life for a year but the analysis of that then happened back in france because if you're there you've got your time there's no point you doing that analysis you're catching more fish because you <laughs> can do the analysis later so you've got to you've got to think if it's on a ship why is it on a ship and it, like what why have you brought the experiment to there research the actual business of of the the research and interpretation of that would be something that you're kind of doing alongside but you're, you're not like writing the papers you're not presenting the conferences mm -hmm. when you're when you're dealing with that kind of work all right from, from uh, my personal personal view th that makes sense though i mean I, th I think that's really where science and exploration differ is like science is yeah we need to find out what are the, what is the composition of these specific palm-like trees in this planet. Go around and find these palm, as many palm trees as possible, collect them and bring them back for study. Or hit them with this laser that'll, that'll do this sort of like 
outgassing, but you can then collect the resources yeah. and return it. You know, you I mean, it's, it's CIG. It's a question of what color bean is going to come out of my multi tool. Exactly. What? Which? 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 Which laser am I going to shoot to science the shit out of this thing? Okay. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, blue zigzags. That's my. <laughs> but it's, but those types of things are relevant in terms of that question we were asking earlier. In terms of could you do research and development on an endeavor? Yes. I'm presuming that we mean but research no. and development in terms of like the overclocking and equipment stuff, rather yeah. than rather than the science gameplay. And I think that's the thing is is research needs to the, the word research kind of is not as helpful as as thinking in terms of like equipment development versus science gameplay yeah. because the word research um, could apply to either i think that based on the way that question came up earlier from a discussion it was the idea of the base you know doing everything from that point and yes you could do elements of it you can gather your research from there you could probably do your um you're overclocking your, your, your materials up in space because it's too dangerous. You know, you'd, you'd go there if the, doing the activity was too dangerous back on the planet or back on the moon or back on the main base. Or you needed a you um, needed a specific environment. I mean, there was a lot of talks yeah. in the eighties about micro microgravity being great for certain types of industrial processes because yeah. it was easier to grow these sorts of crystals in this environment rather than yeah. um, you know than in back on Earth because gravity does weird things to things and you start removing gravity. Yeah. Um, so but you'd be but, looking at you'd be looking at the why I'm going there with this this mm -hmm. thing to do this rather than just saying, Oh, I'm doing research and development here because I'm doing research and development. It's gotta be yeah. the that that why question's gotta be the question answered. Why why are you doing that there instead of here? Mm -hmm. Uh all right. Aventur eighty asks, Do you think there is a sane point in keeping both a Carrick and an Odyssey in your fleet? That's how much money you have. And how many how many people you know? That could be, um, that'd be, you know, for someone else that could be like asking, should I keep an Aurora and a Titan? It's like, well. Uh, I will you're, say, you're crazy. Algrid, I think we had this conversation over just a little we earlier. We did. We did when we, were, when we were doing a buyer's guide for. Um, did, did we agree that there is a reason to keep both? I we did. We, did. we actually did. Because the, the gameplay loops are different on the ships. So if you look at what the Carrick Scott versus the Odyssey. And they they can complement each other. The Odyssey can do things like you know it gathers up fuel. It could refuel, help refuel the the Carrick. The Carrick with its repair domes and repair bay can help repair and what's on that. But because their roles are different, yeah, you could. That's that about that that about right, isn't it, Tektron? Uh, yeah. It was just that they each have their niche and they can work together pretty well. I mean, you can send the characters scout out a system, and then it gives you the data back, while it goes to the next system, you do an in-depth dive into that system to something it found. I mean, you can just follow along behind it. Okay. No, I was, I was, I was thinking, like, yeah, that's my, my thought with the whole thing, was that, yeah, they're, they're two different things. And on top of that, if you have ten people, four for a Carrick, six for an Endeavor, or for Endeavor, for an Odyssey, then you're fine. But you have to have those sorts of people to be willing to help you out with that, too. All right. Next question comes from Midnight Black SC. We only have eight questions left, and some of them are pretty small. Um, who asks, you talked a lot about planetary mining, but what's your opinion on asteroid mining, asteroid mining so far, and where would you like to see them take it? I think this is for you, Tecton. Okay, for asteroid mining, scale. It, it's just scale. We have about the right composition. 
it's done in about the way you'll assume. I mean, all we're looking for is scale, and that uh, maybe the Orion doesn't have to laser the small rocks, it can just eat them whole, and we'll laser the large one. I mean, we're just waiting on that ship, mm-hmm. and the size rocks it needs. There, there's not much more to asteroid mining, unless you're talking about some in-depth creating edits on an asteroid, which generally is not considered a good feasible option for the future. Uh, it they, they more look at strip mining and doing pit mines because of the structural integrity and the kind of lack in size generally uh, causes the edits to generally slip. They, they won't be able to be structurally sound enough to allow for edit style mining. Okay. Um, next question comes from Ash Rackham. Who asks, do you see there being a synergy between the Odyssey and the Pioneer? Yes. I think, Tectron, we answered that in that discussion as well, didn't we? Yes, we did. But what did we end up saying? I'll let you take this one because I took the last one. Yeah, it came down to uh, if it does survey the way we're seeing it, it, uh, it finds the location and that tells your org, hey, build a base here. This is where we need to be. We don't need to be at this other location. It's going to take too much time to extract over there. We want it here. And it will help you get zo- uh, zero in on where you want to be. There we go. I was going to say, yeah, my, that was my answer exactly. It's like, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, think they, I think it's almost purposely built for that sort of gameplay. Um, Kavion asks, on the Odyssey, does the pilot mine the rocks? No, it's a separate cab, isn't it? It's a, the, from the, yeah, from separate the so. you, I think it's like a little prospector. prospector that's like underslung. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. if he's got his, if he's got his weapon bladed, you know, he could be parked the, park the Odyssey and then go down to the cab and, mm-hmm. you know, extended. If people hate doing the mole swapping suites, they're going to hate doing it on the Odyssey, but you could do it. Honestly, it seems like it would be worse than the mole. Yeah, Yeah, it will be worse than on the mole, but you could do it. (laughs) While it says minimum crew one, I I would really suggest minimum crew two on this ship. It actually doesn't say minimum crew one because when I saw it, it said minimum crew six. Uh, It said crew six, and I believe on its actual sale page, if you says minimum crew one, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, it does. Um, Yeah, and it's max crew six. Uh, all right. So, because that was one of the other questions, was why does it say one, but the character's four? Um, all right, yeah. next question comes from um, Kashmir, who asks, why do you think they made the Odyssey when they uh, they know when they had to know the com- comparison between the Carrick and the Odyssey was so obvious? Because I mean, you're a little confused. I'm a little confused by what's being asked. Why do you think they made the Odyssey when they know the the they ha- when they had to know the comparison between the Carrick and the Odyssey was so obvious? I think the question is why would they make the Odyssey when it was? I think the, this this I think comes down to the idea that the Carrick and the Odyssey are the same thing or you in the same roles. Okay, and, so yeah, which, if you we, we've discussed that, that. Glenn. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean they, they deliberately set then, out but... to make another exploration ship in the same size range as the Carrick and give it differentiation. Mm-hmm. So is the, yeah, like I, I, yeah, that question I think gets the cart before the horse that it was deliberate. 
yeah that like they wanted that 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 discussion to happen in people's minds and even yeah. with them wanting it people aren't picking up on it so i don't think it's obvious enough mm -hmm. if you actually yeah. look so, at the uh the q a being formed yeah so the key reason why they've got it is because they want exploration to be different Six, 70 odd percent of the population way back when said they want to do exploration do they want to do captain kirk exploration do they want to do um you know, the red guy who, yeah <laughs> yeah or red dwarf or um or even expanse do you want to be going through the mind you know the asteroid belt finding the mine the, the mines or of uh, asteroids or do you want to be finding the new civilizations yeah. both both of those scientific explorations or um, both of those expl exploratory pursuits are totally different. Make two different ships, appeal to two different groups of people. Break it up. All right. Next question comes from Clinticus, who asks, does anyone know if they put limited ships for sale again during the final sale on the 29th through the 1st? They have in the past. But there's no confirmation that they're going to be selling limited ships again, like like, like the Pioneer, that type the Pioneer, of or the the I think the question is like Pioneer, the whole E, the um, you know where they have like like certain limited amounts that they sell, um, Javelin, the Javelin, the 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 the, the Kraken, Kratos. yeah, Kratos. No idea. Haven't heard of any. Yeah, we have yeah. we haven't heard anything like that. All right, last three questions. Uh, Avenantor asks, okay. what's, what's the logic behind a Carrick needing a minimum crew of four while the Odyssey sports a minimum crew of one? Minimum Guns. crew numbers don't really mean anything. They're just, they're, yeah. they, they put a number in. Uh, nobody would, I don't think you could reasonably run, run the Odyssey to do anything with one other than no. move it. You know, so I, I, I don't take these minimum crew numbers to be anything serious. I think that those two people were counting them very differently. Wait a minute. Mm. Uh, for the turrets on the Carrick, how many of them are bubbles? They're all uh, bubbles. Two. There are three. Two. There's three. Three? three? There's That's one of them. Oh, yeah, no, so it's three and two one. Bubbles and there's a remote. Okay, so three bubbles, one pilot, one Boom. bladed turret. Yep. Bladed turret doesn't count a person, so four people. There you go. Uh, generally, bubble turrets, they're counting when they say minimum. Even though they can blade bubble turrets, that's the thing. They even said that you can. It's just old but, stats. Yeah. But we can't it, even do that. I mean, all the bubble. The only difference is where you access them at the moment. So yeah. the idea of the minimum crew number being, you, you, at the moment, you still need a crew person to run a remote turret. Therefore. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it makes no difference. Yeah. It's just how they've always done their stats. Yeah. Bubble yeah. turrets have always counted as one. Yeah. This, yeah. This... Look at the look at the way they described the Ares when it first came out. A long range fighter. And all of a sudden, long range didn't mean going traveling long distances. It meant it can shoot far. Yeah. Anyway. Pew pew. So it's the same type of you know six of one, half a dozen another. Uh, I was going to say say the the matrix of lies. This is the reason why we call yes, that thing yes, the, the matrix, matrix of lies because it's always wrong. Um, Kavian asks: Is it important for CIG to release more ships with shops to compete with a Banu merchantman? and the Kraken, or do you think it would be fine for these ships to remain fairly unique in having shops? No. I'm going to say this real quickly. I think CIG will eventually release a medium shop ship and a small shop ship at some point, a mercantile starter ship. It'll happen. CIG likes to do that. They've done that with pretty much every other uh, ship in the game or their profession in the game, so it makes sense they'll have that. 
you know mm. what do you think i kind of disagree i kind of disagree i think that like to a certain extent mercantile can be done without a ship per se for it other than a freighter and that it's only when you get to like more levels you need a special ship and i think they were right to bring out the kraken p to compete with the banning merchantmen but i'm not necessarily sure they'll go any further with it if you look at modules for the carrot uh the uh caterpillar one of the original one of the modules they did suggest for the caterpillar was a shop so you use your chop shop you chop everything up and then you sell the stuff in the store that's one thing uh, i reckon that we'll see mercantile shops being able to be put onto outposts yeah chop, so, shops yeah. yeah chop shop doesn't typically mean no no they, like, yeah no no chop shop they chop up the stuff on the ship and then there was a store where you could sell it Okay. So like there was, uh, a, there was like a, a stall type thing, like like a chop shop module, and then a uh, and then a then a stall so, module. You know, okay. was, was yeah, it, yeah. they did actually talk about both of those at, at one point. But oh. caterpillar modules, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I still I still think it makes sense because uh, because yeah. sale selling is more than just selling items to a to a vendor, but also like because obviously the Kraken, they're building a, a quanta system to allow for the Kraken pi privateer and the mer uh, the merchantman to have shop stalls that will then sell to NPCs. That, it's something that they said years ago they didn't want to do. They, they, they seem to be doing that now. So if they're going to do that, absolute. it makes no sense not to build other ships that can do the same, participate in the same same loop. Yep. So. At the absolute bare minimum, the Million Mile High Club is a shop. Yeah. All right. Uh, last question. Midnight Black SE asks, considering that the best refinery methods on stations can take a day or more, how efficient do you think refinery ships will be and will they be worth it overtaking the raw ore to a station? I can see the value of remote places like in Pyro, but are they useful in refin when refineries are available? Okay, there's two points there. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jill, first. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. It's your, your special subject. All right, when it comes to refinery, they kind of told us that it wouldn't take as long as station refineries. And there's actually some hand-waving there, but there's a reason why. On a station, they're not going to refine your stuff until they have a full load. Mm -hmm. So you might have to wait, and th again, they're just implementing hand-waving for this. You might have to wait until enough quanta is gathered up that, hey, they have a full load, they can run it. Generally, refining doesn't take that long. It's just about getting enough bulk first, which is why you have to have enough storage before your refinery to hold enough ore to throw in. Once it's running, you can't throw more in until it goes to the next stage. That's another reason why on the refinery ships, I always say they need some sort of ore storage before mm -hmm. they go to the refinery. Uh, that's the first part. And second part, when we talk about efficiency, are we talking time or are we talking output? Because I can guarantee if you are good enough, your output should be higher than the station. If you're not good enough, you will not have as good an output. That's the trade-off. If you go back to the video where Dan Truffin has been talking about mining, one of the things he did say with that is that he won't, if, if I've remembered correctly, you wouldn't be able to, ref, it wouldn't refine as well as a station would, but it would refine and reduce the amount of cargo you were holding so that the refined stuff you had would be so much more valuable than the unrefined ore that you had. And so it would be actually economically viable for you to actually do the mining or the refining than use it at a station. So my recollection of the, the time delay question was actually 
the the opposite to what um to what was uh Tecton was saying from from my, what I think they were saying because what Tecton was saying is okay if you got more bulk so more people going to it should mean that the refinery is filling up faster and ready to go next I think that the way that they were thinking about it was you're waiting for your position in the queue to have even your small little batch processed and so it's they wanted that to be like oh you choose your refinery based on like their turnaround times based on traffic essentially so but where obviously if you have your own ship you're just getting straight to the process but uh, yeah i think there's an interesting question about whether they want more traffic to mean faster uh, you know, quicker queue times or less quick queue times either way they want they want you to be deciding your refinery yeah. based on something well, there'd be a fall off on both both points there's a point where yes you're waiting in queue there's another point where the queue hasn't gathered enough materials to do a full load a mm. station's not going to run you if they can't make money on it mm. imagine the size of their furnace compared to what you're running in your ship well the, yeah i mean like uh, whether whether they want to model that in their game system yeah well but i, got, I, I, I take got, your point yeah that's why i, I said it's just the that's what they were looking at like i got the impression that's what they were looking at in terms of when you're refining on your ship but won't do as well because yes you've got a refiner but it's but the equipment itself is not as good or as big as you could get with on a station just because of size either way it should be it should be economical for you because yeah. you're, you're not paying a cut so as long as your skill level is good enough that you're making more profit yeah this also yeah. adds in more for uh base gameplay setting up a much larger system Exactly. Because they've shown us the refinery modules for bases. They're they're pretty big. Mm. Last time I saw them, they were bigger than the Habs in size. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very much like an oil refinery sort of fractional towers and stuff, weren't they? I think I remember seeing one. Oh, anyways, yeah, I'm also thinking, I'm thinking like towards the end of, the, <laughs> of this, so I... I I don't even know how to respond to that. Yes, all of what all of you said was exactly what I was going to say, anyways, for the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the last question. Thank you, Jail. Thank you, Tacton. Thank you, Algrid, for coming on and talking. Um, thank you for asking those questions. If you enjoyed this and you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button. Make sure you're following Jail. Make sure you're following uh, Tacton and Algrid and their own social medias. Uh, join you know the Info Runners uh, where you see Al uh, Algrid, Tacton, and I uh, watch Lore Citizen with Jail and Algrid and I um yeah um hit the patreon button or whatever paul uses yes hit like you... subscribe yes hang on is that this yeah is that's... that the symbol we use for patreon well yeah i i said this because it's usually like right <laughs> above but yes money uh i do have a patreon if you want to support us there um you can also support with this this video itself if you like this video there's a little donation thing where you can click through right through youtube where you can you can give youtube a little bit of money google a little bit of money and then gives, gives me a little money too so uh but thank you all for coming in and uh if you're watching this live hit that follow button here on twitch it means a lot to me we've reached over fourteen thousand followers here on twitch my next goal is fifteen thousand, so i gotta get another thousand followers in the next couple of months it's not gonna happen but yep. we'll try <laughs> um uh and Leave comments i'm sure paul reads them all i read them all mm -hmm. they don't always respond to all of them but i read all of them you can ask uh, ask these folks as well they might come by and ch check the comments themselves out to help you out and like i say every time hope to see you someday in the black thanks for having me guys Thank you.